1: This is Helena Hart. Welcome to the Master Your Magnetism podcast, where I bring on top experts to help you create the life and relationship you've always wanted. Today, I'm talking with Leah Lake again, my good friend and fellow coach. Welcome, Leah. Thanks for joining me. Hey,
0: Helena. Thanks for having me, and I'm so excited to be talking with you.
1: So am I. For those of you who aren't familiar with Leah, she's a feminine energy mentor, teacher, and guide who teaches healthy relationship dynamics so women can attract the man they want and create the life and relationship of their dreams. And today we're talking about my absolute favorite topic in the world to discuss, and that is the feminine art of manifesting. So I know you have some new material on this. I'm really excited to dive in. Is there anything you want to say before we get started?
0: I'm just, I think for both of us, that we always come back to talking about this, whether, you know, a woman is in a relationship, or she wants to attract the right man, like it always comes down to the principles of the masculine feminine energy dynamic that go right along with um many universal laws and the law of attraction and but there's some nuances
1: that are helpful and that or not helpful <laughs> that I think definitely yeah I found that as well. I'm really looking forward to getting into the specifics of that. I always learn something new every time we do one of these episodes, which I absolutely love. So Do you want to talk about some of the biggest challenges or struggles that you see women facing when they're looking to attract the right partner or improve their relationship or really attract anything that they're looking to create in their life? I think that would be helpful to start there. Okay.
0: Yes. So it's, you know, when we're trying to like, use the law of attraction or be deliberate creators it can feel so intangible and then I so what I have found is that there's like a more masculine approach and you know everybody knows like okay so I need to have my my desire so write it down journal it <laughs> get mm-hmm. focused on it um and then there's like this masculine approach about like controlling your and um, being very like hyper-focused on the end results. Even though the law of attraction says don't do that, I think that's what ends up happening.
1: I completely agree. And I have to say, I have my one month old baby sleeping on me as we're (laughs) recording this and he's starting to wake up and make some noises. So if you hear any cute noises on my end, that's what's happening. But I definitely agree with you a hundred percent. I see women making that mistake all the time. And I hate to use the word mistake, but I see a lot of people struggling because they're creating vision boards and reciting affirmations. And they've been doing this for years and years. They've been healing and working on themselves and they just don't seem to be attracting the kind of partner they want or the money that they're looking for, maybe their dream career or something like that. Where can they start to make some shifts so that they can start actually seeing the results that they've been looking for for so long?
0: Okay. Yes. Yeah, so I. This is my the most evolved process up to date, right? <laughs> because mm. you and I did the feminine art of attraction, which has to do with men and money, uh, back in two thousand and fifteen, and you know it's just natural to evolve and grow. So this is the the latest, <laughs> um, which is okay. So we start. You always start with a desire. But um, when you have the desire and you envision it and the feelings go along with it, then you start to feel an expansion in your body. That is natural. That's like what what moves you towards that thing. So that expansion and those good feelings actually simultaneously open you up to receive. So that's the easy part is, okay, we set the energy in motion by doing that first step. The next step is to begin receiving guidance, ideas, being able to see opportunities in front of you. And this is the part that needs mastery. This is where the feminine uh, comes into play because that is our (laughs) domain, right? Right.
1: Yes. I love it.
0: So, um, So we have like, that is the path, but there's, so there's two things that are going on when we feel good and we feel that excitement and positive expectation for what we want. It's easier to receive messages and to feel more confident moving forward. But what happens at the same time is as we open up to receive, we also open up to whatever's been dormant within us as far as the inner child which i also refer to like the wounded feminine because she's coming through to be healed and you can't see my hands but you know i use my hands all the time mm-hmm. <laughs> um and she will come through with um the voice of like of self-doubt of second guessing of like what if this doesn't work for me what if It's too late. What if it's not going to happen for me? Um, What's taking so long? Am I doing something wrong? Um, All all of that. And that creates bad feeling, like just icky feelings. And and what we want to do is meet that voice and those feelings with love and compassion, validation. The inner child wants to be seen, wants to be heard. And when we understand what's going on in the meantime, we can navigate it so much easier. So that's naturally going to happen. No, Like it's just going to happen at some point. Um, so at, as the inner child is being healed and it's a never ending journey, uh, we start to integrate our masculine and feminine energies more. And then we show up in life more whole, more integrated, healthier. And then we naturally become more magnetic. We naturally
1: like just do and say things that help us manifest even more. I really love everything you're saying. I think it's really important to talk about. So what it sounds like we're touching on here is the fact that when you have a desire for something and you've decided you want to attract or create anything new in your life, often what comes up is that critical voice or the inner child, something that needs to be healed. And people can start to second guess themselves. I see people start taking score of where they are constantly, which really holds them back or keeps them stuck exactly where they are. And they think it's just not happening yet. Where is he or where is the money I want in my bank account? Or where are the career opportunities I've been looking for? And it really just keeps them stuck. They just say, I've been working on myself for so long. It's just not happening yet. And I know we've talked in other episodes about the healing trap that people can get stuck in where they just feel like there's an endless amount of work they need to do. So we know we don't want people falling into that trap. What can they do when fear or doubt or maybe their inner child wounds start to come up?
0: Yes. I love that you said that because the taking score too soon, like where is it? It reminded me of both you know my nine-year-old and seven-year-old where like are we there yet are we there yet (laughs) it's like so much the voice of the inner child and then so once we recognize what voice that is something that I've actually had to learn as a parent is not to get um, emotionally involved in whatever emotions they have and so it's just being able to kind of separate out, like, okay, that is the voice of my inner child while also reparent. It's basically reparenting yourself to validate what it is that a, a healthy parent would say, which is like, you know, like we're going to figure this out. It's like love and compassion, it's a very soft, like, uh, so what's coming to me is it's not a like we got this
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes you no
0: know, like this like like hurrah
1: you know like
0: it's not like this super forward energy but it's like you know what we're gonna figure this out um it doesn't have to happen right now of course these feelings are normal um and when you want something that bad like a you know if you've been dating for a long time and it hasn't happened
1: you know it's It's normal to feel bad if you're worried about it not happening. I really like that. So you're soothing yourself. You're not trying to force yourself to jump to this. I got this. This is for sure happening kind of place. Because if you're stuck in discouragement or doubt or frustration or maybe hopelessness, You can't get to that blissful, joyous state, that eager anticipation from where you are. But you can take the next logical step in the right direction, which is what I think you're talking about, saying things like, I've wanted things in the past that I've gotten before. (laughs) I'm pretty good at this. I've shown myself that I can do this before. Or it's normal to feel this way. It's okay that you're feeling this way and embracing and loving and accepting all the feelings that are coming up in you first, rather than just trying to jump to the finish line. I think is what I hear you saying. Do I have that right?
0: Right, right. And trying to jump to the finish line is that masculine approach of like, uh, oh, I'm just going to skip over this, but it doesn't work that way. And um, when we learn to validate ourselves and to manage, learn how to manage those emotions and feelings, we become like, it. it it's such a an amazing skill to have once you do have the relationship once you do get to where you want to go, because it's just a such a strong foundation for being a healthy person.
1: Yeah, I think we're always going to be at a place where we want more than what we have right now. And that's a great thing. So you don't want to beat up on yourself or just lament the fact that, oh, my gosh, I have all these things I want that aren't here yet, because I think you're always going to be at that place. Even when you start attracting those things that you think you want so badly right now, you're always going to be at a place where you want more than what you have. So you want to see that as a good thing. It's like, all right, here we go. A new desire. This is a good thing. And start sort of soothing yourself in the right direction rather than making yourself feel badly for where you are right now. I think it's a great place to start. So what would you say the next step is once someone can learn to reparent themselves and soothe themselves? Obviously, there's probably a lot more that goes into that, but I really love that interim step. And I'd love to hear what you'd advise women to do next after that.
0: Okay. So they have, right. So that there's those two things going on in the meantime. So then the meantime, meaning like, okay, we're, the goal is actually to master listening to the inner guidance, your intuition, following the, your, our feelings, um, but on a daily basis. So that's the next step, right? So the goal is to, to master this. So then it's, a, it's a daily thing. It's, being and pl- being playful with it. And sometimes we do need to take some risks and be bold, but not in a forceful masculine way, but just like, oh, this feels kind of scary, but I'm excited. So it's more excitement than anything. Like if they're in a job they don't like, then what I would suggest that they do is just start looking around, start. Um, like getting on some like job sites or, you know, it's been so long since I've <laughs> mm-hmm. looked for a job. I don't know right. how you do it anymore, <laughs> but like to start talking to people and just start. So if, when I want to start manifesting something new, then I, I get, start looking on websites. I start talking to people and then I Then I wait until I feel a pull somewhere or
1: like, oh, I want to look into this more. And that's that is the process. I really like that. It's actually a little different than what I've heard other people say before. So what I think I hear you saying is, we'll use your example, looking for a new job, actually taking some steps, putting yourself out there, maybe sending your resume to some people, going online and looking at job postings, basically making yourself available to life's magic or for the universe to deliver to you some ideas or opportunities. And then what you're saying is something will occur to you, you'll get an intuitive hit or an impulse, and you'll feel pulled in a certain direction. But you have to actually take that first step and go into a little action first before that happens often. Do I have that right?
0: Yes. So I love the way you explain that. And I feel into things first. So I feel into it. And then I want to look right. So you want to look for Uh, so where would I go to look? I'm like, well, online is the easiest, (laughs) most like, yeah, just the easiest thing to do. So if, so I'll get online and just look at stuff. And then if I, let's say I'm looking for a job, so I would go to certain websites and just see if they're hiring or before I do any resume or, um, anything like that, I would start talking to people, it, like friends, family, just this very low entry barrier to putting, put, it's like putting feelers out there, I guess. Got it. Yes, that makes sense. So then normally something happens and if something like doesn't happen, then like, okay, well, what is there? Am I getting anything else? And then I do feel like something shows up.
1: Absolutely. I've definitely experienced that. And I've also experienced maybe a little bit of self-sabotage where a new desire comes up and then I can tend to procrastinate or put it on the back burner or just sit on it for a long time. Have you experienced that as well? I'd love to hear any advice or words of wisdom you have for anyone who tends to do that like me.
0: (laughs) So sometimes, right. So we're living our lives. We're, we're pretty happy. We're doing our thing. And then it's like, Oh, this new desire comes in, but it's not like We don't need it, right? And Mm -hmm. so I think it's easy to put it on the back burner, but I don't think it's self sabotage with whatever phase of life that we're in. um, I there's an ebb and flow of having more energy and just or just wanting to uh, maintain where you're at. And I feel like I've done that this year. It's like I had more energy at the beginning of the year, and then I went kind of dormant for a while, and then I was like, oh. (laughs) Okay, I think I'm ready now. I think this is um, time for me to do the magic. (laughs) And then but it's fun, right? It's not a, I need this to happen. So uh, I think there's phases.
1: I like that actually just reframing it as I don't think it's self-sabotage. I get emails and comments on my YouTube videos and messages all the time from people who say I'm sabotaging myself. So even just reframing that and just going when the time is right, an impulse is going to occur to you. You'll want to look into it more. You'll want to go online and do some research when the time is right. I think is what I hear you saying, right? Yes,
0: yes. So this is where the nuances come in to where if the energy is neutral, like putting it on the back burner, to me, that's not self-sabotage. But if the energy has more of a charge around it, then that's the inner child saying, no, it's too much work. (laughs) no like uh you don't need that or um it's like the fear of what do I have to do like that could be a sneaky fear that's underlying putting it on the back burner so it's just under like recognizing and understanding like
1: that yeah understanding that but the way you described it I didn't feel any charge Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I have so many examples of that programs. I've been wanting to create this podcast even, which is one of my favorite things I've ever done in my career ever. I had been wanting to do that for over a year, I believe. And I just kind of sat on it and (laughs) just didn't feel like taking the steps to figure out what I needed to do to make it happen. But I had a strong desire for it. And then when the time was right, nothing could have stopped me. It's like I waited until the path was white hot. And then I sprinted down it. I didn't try to force myself down some lukewarm path and make it happen when I just didn't feel like the time was right to look into it and add something else to my plate. So what you're saying makes perfect sense. I really like that. Is there anything else you want to say about this feminine art of manifesting process? Or would you like to recap these points? I really loved everything you shared here. So
0: I loved your example, right, where you put on the back burner. And it was such a like, just a natural unfolding of like yeah you knew you were going to do it you just didn't know how but it happened at the right time
1: Mm -hmm. like that's it
0: (laughs) right right that's the there's no urgency there's no charge
1: around it there's no like yeah that's perfect (laughs) that is great yeah I have so many examples of that and some things never come to fruition and I just kind of lose motivation to look into it and other things pop up. So it really is that ebb and flow like you described a little bit earlier. I like that.
0: Yes, yes. Okay, so let uh, I'll recap. So the feminine art of manifesting is being deliberate. It it is a deliberate creation by just focusing on the vision that you want, uh, along with the feelings that come with that so that you're your body opens up, it, it, it expands so that you are simultaneously opening up to receive. Um, and there's so many th- things to do with, like you said, like vision boards, but it's not like a, you don't have to stay focused on it 24 seven. It's like, okay, we will do this. It's more about having that expansive feeling in your body, not holding the vision, <laughs> But what I do think is important is that when people, um, I had a call with a woman, she's like, well, when I'm 90, this is what's going to be more important to me. And I think if we can see our desires from the end, like what is going to be the most important thing to me when I'm 90, uh, we can line up our values with what it is we really want to manifest and where we're going to put our time and energy. Because some women, uh, that I've talked to, you know, feel like they were focused on the wrong things in their lives, and, and it might be too late for them to have, what they really want. And I don't know that that's necessarily really, like how, you know, I think things happen the way they're supposed to. But we don't want, we ever want to feel like we focused on the wrong thing.
1: I completely agree. And I know it could be easy to do that. And then years and years go by. So I like that. Yeah. About what's going to actually be important. Right.
0: Yes. Yeah. So we have that and I, I'm calling that step one. And then step two is trusting that you're going to receive guidance and nudges and you're learning how to um, trust those feelings that you get. So that's the mastery of the feminine art of manifesting. It's that, if we focus on that, And just like with trying to, you know, or being with a man, right? We don't want to focus on the man. We don't want to focus heavily on the money or the, the, like the results. If we focus on ourselves, just like we teach with men in relationships, then the magic happens. So it's always about, um, our own inner work or it's always about our awareness. Then, um, Alongside that is recognizing and integrating the voice of the inner child.
1: Got it. Okay. And I know that there's so much more that goes into that. We just wanted to make a quick episode for everyone to sort of introduce this topic. I would absolutely love to do more episodes with this on you, maybe dive deeper into each of these steps. And I also know that you have a brand new course on the feminine art of manifesting and a deep discount for the people who enroll early, right? For a limited time. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yes, yeah, so it's four weeks and we're
0: going to do, so you'll receive a pre-recorded module and then we'll do a group call for four consecutive weeks. And so we'll be talking about activating your energy, putting energy into motion, and we'll be going deep into following your feelings, trusting your feelings, healing the inner child, and then also showing up as a healthy relationship partner, because really this is about learning how to have a healthy relationship with life. Um we could say universe, but I feel like what's missing in a lot of manifesting uh information is that it's the way we show up day to day that matters most of all and that's what matters most of all in your romantic relationships and in all your relationships and rather than the results, right? So So we'll be talking about that in module four, along with unhelpful law of attraction (laughs) teachings, like you have to uh, watch your thoughts and things like that.
1: I like that. So it sounds like what you're saying is what you do every day is more important than what you do once in a while. <laughs> it really is similar to the relationship dynamics that you teach, right? People can get so frantic over one little mistake that they made. And I hear that with people looking to attract anything they want. They feel like, you know, one negative thought is going to sabotage the whole thing. And that's really not true. So I'm glad we're in alignment there. And it sounds like with this course, they actually get personalized group calls with you where you answer questions and things like that. So what a great value I I hope everyone goes and checks that out that'll be the first link in the description or episode details Leah thank you so much for coming on last minute my first podcast episode with a baby sleeping on my chest (laughs) this was so much fun and I hope we can do more of these and thanks so much to everyone listening make sure you're following my podcast I have new episodes coming out every week Leah thank you so much again this was great I hope we can do this again soon Thank you, Helena. And your baby did so good. I can't (laughs) wait to do it again. (laughs) Yes. Thank you so much. Bye everybody.